are, are you accomplishing what it is you want or are you doing what God wants for your life? What are you building? What are you building? Guys, I uh, welcome hey. to the podcast. Welcome to the In the Fire podcast. And he wants to do the intro too. I mean, go oh, ahead. Oh, so no, 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 I can't. I can't. I can't. I could never. I no? could never. No, All right. I could never do All it. Right. So. I mean, I would love for you to do it, but I like, think, I think you should do it, but like in a more like mellow, mellow. Yeah, I understand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the In the Fire podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube. Check out the TikTok. Check out the Facebook. You didn't say we appreciate you. We. Well, I was getting there. Oh, my bad. Finishing my bad. up my bad, my the bad. platforms. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. But it's awesome to have you guys join us back yes, for this episode. Sir. We yes, love sir. you. Welcome for tuning in. Welcome. And thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. But, um, Lewis, yeah. I mean, philosophical Lewis nah, just, just said the most not. theologian Lewis. Is definitely there like a not. title for a theologian? Theologian. Theologian Lewis Lopez. Nah, crazy nah, man nah, just spit nah, some crazy bars nah, in the nah, beginning nah. of the episode i encourage you to rewind that and listen to what he said just five times um, over yeah five times over <laughs> this man has had an epiphany over this last week or two so <laughs> just all blessings to him you know god bless him and his soul and his god, heart and his god spirit do bless me please but um that's a great question what are you building yeah I can, I can get into it, but I don't really want to get into that. Yeah, no, no. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, that's that's for another episode. Yeah, probably. You got, that you guys are going to have to tune into to listen to what ooh. Lewis is building. What? Mm. What we're building. Yo, what? Ooh, ooh. What you're building with us <laughs> and what we're building with you. Crazy. Nice, nice, nice. Anyways, um, today, what are we talking about? Man, the lies of the enemy and the famous, I don't need God. I don't need God. You don't need God? Okay, but. Oh. I don't need God. So what do I need God for? I've got Go for it. Family. Okay. Money. Hmm. I got a nice car in my driveway. I'm healthy. I've got a really hot girlfriend. I don't know. That's okay. Yeah, you know? Okay. What else do I need? Why hmm. do I need God? Why do I just need a bunch of rules thrown out? I'm enjoying life. I go out mm. on the weekends. I get lit. I work on the weekdays. Okay. I got my work. I got friends. I'm balling right now. What do I need God for? Honestly, you it sounds be, like you're pretty well right? off. You're pretty chilling. I am Why chilling. And I did this all by myself. Mm. I worked hard for this. I did. I, I worked my butt off to get to where I am. I went through struggles, through pain to get to where I am. Mm. why are you trying to bring god into my life trying to oh don't go clubbing oh mm. drop this person oh you need to look at your past and deal with your traumas like what what do i want to do that for mm. i already tried to move past it like i'm good i forgot about that why do i have to heal from all that stuff if if i'm good right now why do i have to worry about um giving my 10 percent to the church what <laughs> so now you want to introduce God to me just so I can give 10% of the... Ch- no, nah, I don't need God, bro. I don't need God. That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. Mm. I don't need God. I'm good. I did it, I did it by myself, and I'm going to keep doing it by myself. I don't need a book to tell me how to live life. Hmm. That's, so, what, a, that's sound, what another person said, not pretty, me. You sound pretty well off there, Mr. Mr. Guy. Mr. Mr. Guy. Mr. Let's Mr. go with Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy. I'm, I'm an actor. What can I say? Okay. 
but See, that, yeah that i mean i can understand that that sounds like you know you're chilling but mm. what i say is what do you say everything that is temporary needs to be viewed in the light of the eternal so okay we have to remember this right we're only here for let's just say a hundred years max bro. max right everything okay. you've made and built and done I'm glad. I'm glad there's accomplishment. I'm glad that you feel accomplished. I'm glad that there's family, that there's nice things that's surrounding you, mm. right? And these things aren't necessarily bad. They're really not, right? right? God has given us family. God has given us, create, you know, possessions. There's all this stuff, right? Yeah. But everything that is temporary in front of you needs to be viewed in light of the eternal. When you leave this earth, you will not bring any of what you just mentioned. Mm. the only thing you're bringing is your soul and so it says in ecclesiastes right that either either you know it says in your youth like have it says have fun in your youth do what you want to do but remember that you will be judged for everything you've done good or bad mm. light or in the dark mm. hiding or showing it to everybody so it's it's a matter of this this temporary which is crazy to think about. And it says in the Bible that people that who are wise think about death. Mm. Interesting. People who are wise think about death. The fools don't. A person who is, like you said, Mr. Guy, is not really worrying about death. Mm. But to the Bible, that's foolish. Right? A wise person thinks about death. Because this life that we're in, for again, max 100 years. After that, eternity. And eternity in where? You choose. Mm. sorry to get a little deep there <laughs> that, that is deep it's pretty scary but, like i said these temporary things we brought nothing into this world we will take nothing out of it mm. you're only bringing your soul and everything you've done good or bad it will be judged yeah. right by god he will judge it and again i know this like this is the most common asked ask question but like are you fulfilled mm. are you fulfilled you know and that's mm -hmm. the thing either we, we we've saw it from michael phelps we saw it from uh, Mike Tyson, right? Where Phelps, like, he wins the gold medal, yeah. Olympics, biggest, like, you know, all the honor, all the glory, all the popularity, all the money, everything is just going well for this guy. He's yeah. Mr. Guy right now, right? And then after, like, you you see, and you can search it up, where he's just like, he's looking in the mirror and he's like, who am I? Am I just this guy who swims? Like, who mm -hmm. who am I? Like, he doesn't even know his identity and he's, and he's feeling all these feelings of, like, depression. Mm. Because he's, he's reached the top, right? We, this is like the craving that we all have. We reach the top, but then we get there and it's just like, are, are you fulfilled? And then, of course, people start thinking about the things that really matter. Yeah. Like Mike Tyson, right? He he wins this or he goes, you know, in like the main thing, his main idea, his main passion was, I want to get that belt. He gets the belt. And I think I've so spoke about it before. An interviewer comes to his house. He starts asking questions. The belts are on the table. And then the guy's like, look at this. This is, this is history, your history. And he's like, this is garbage. Oh. At one point, that was not garbage to him. That was everything to him. Mm -hmm. Then he got it. But now he's saying it's garbage. And you see how wow. how the brain is, how our mind is. We get so passionate about this one thing. And he got it. Like Kudos to him for like the, the effort and training he did. And he got that belt. Yeah. But now it's garbage? Did he, did he see this, this moment in the future before? When he was training, did he see that moment of him saying this is garbage? He would have never even imagined and thought that he would ever say that that belt was garbage while he was training for it. Never. Which just goes to show how much our, our brains are like, 
are we that wise? Mm. Do we know that much? You know, we, we yeah, we've Mr. Guy did all that stuff, but how how much do you really know? Mm. Are you putting your whole life into all these things that will soon rust away and get stolen and, and get demolished yeah. and all this stuff? And then what have you how, what have you really done? Where's the real impact? You know, like like I was saying before, God has plans for us. We yeah. choose to do our own thing. And then by chance, the 1% of people be like Mr. Guy and he's doing all this stuff. But like, are you fulfilled? Because if you're not with God, you're not going to be. I was just going to say the same thing. I was just going to say the same thing. You know, a lot of a lot of times we see people on the internet and we see them flexing their money and everything. Yeah. And our first instinct as Christians especially is uh, they're definitely not happy. Mm. You know, that's what they put up up front for everybody to see, but they're not happy. And somebody else might respond with, how do you know? Mm. How do you know? Oh, just because they don't have God, they're not happy. That's why I do know. That's mm. exactly why I do know. Because life without God is death. We, we were made to be in communion yeah. Yeah. with God. And that's the thing. That's the thing. And when you are not in communion with God, it's death. So, see, the thing is, like, God does not worry about your um, your materialistic side of life. Mm. When the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and all else will be added to you. Yep. Or the verse about, you know, the birds get fed. How much more will your father in heaven take care of you? Mm. Yes, he's going to take care of your needs. But God doesn't care how much money you have. Mm. God doesn't care what jobs you have. God doesn't care about the you on a paper. God is worried about your soul. Hmm. He's worried about your spirit. That goes all with what you were talking about with fulfillment. Because our fulfillment doesn't come from our achievements. Our fulfillment comes from walking in the purpose that God calls us to. And that... Let it sit. It, let, let that sit. I'm going to... Rewind, just rewind it. I'm not going to sit here in awkward silence. Imagine. <laughs> but the enemy will always try to tell you otherwise. Mm. How long did the enemy have Mike Tyson in a distraction? Running like a hamster in a hamster wheel. Mm. Training and training and training. Hey, that belt, that's what you need. That's what's going to make you happy. The drive Mike Tyson had did not come from a happy place. That drive came from pain and you can tell. And so the enemy constantly whispering in his ear, this is what I'm imagining. Obviously this is not like yeah. fact, but this is what I'm thinking happens. And the enemy's just like, the belt, the belt, that's what you need. That's what you need to be fulfilled. Work, 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 do this, do that. Work, work, work. He finally got it. And he's like, wait, Where's my fulfillment that was promised to me? And then what? Now what? I have the belt, now what? Why do I still feel empty? And listen, I, I was talking about, you know, the guy pretending to, you know. Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy uh, accomplishing everything. That was nothing compared to what Mike Tyson has accomplished as, as a boxer. Mm. But why does he still feel this way? 
And so that's one lie that the enemy tells us where you say, I don't need God. No, you absolutely do. You just don't want him. Mm. Like you said, we there's a longing in our hearts <clears throat> mm-hmm. for for a connection with God. Yeah, there's oh, there will always will be because that's how we yeah. were made since the since the yeah. garden. I'm, I'm actually gonna take back that I said that you don't want him. You don't know that mm. you want him. You don't know that you need him. Exactly. Yeah, and in in the garden, like how God, how Adam and Eve were with God, like that's God's vision for us. And so, mm-hmm. if, like He God always wants to be with us, and we want to be in His presence. But like so a lot of people just kind of push that down with possessions with popularity with um experiences with all these things we just push that down with everything that that we try to that we try to get Mm -hmm. and so it's pushed down to a point where you know we're i'm fine i'm going i'm i'm fine but we forget that we can fool ourselves Mm. right that we can believe our own lies yeah so like you know we we push it down so much with with everything else you know the people around us are always saying all these different things you know our friends are doing this so we want to go that way and our friends are just worried about because their parents told them to, you know, do this so you can get, you know, get a lot of money and have right. all this all this stuff, all this stuff. And so all that desire you have has been pushed down with everything, with all the, you know, with all the the things that, that are shiny to the, the, the shiny things of the world are just mm-hmm. in, in front of you. And so th- that's pushed down by that. Mm-hmm. So that's all you see. And so, of course, you would be like, I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Are you fine? Are you really fine? Like, think about it. Like, are you really fine? Like, there, there is more. Like, there's more than just what you see. Mm. There's more than just meets the eye. There is way more. There is an unseen world that you cannot see. Wow. There is an unseen world. And in that unseen world, there is a lot of things going on. And the enemy, all the enemy wants is for you to be asleep and just to be mm. doing what everybody else is doing, worrying about other stuff and not worrying about God or him. Yeah. Just, just going forward and not thinking about him. Because ultimately, that's the lie from the enemy. That's his goal is to get you to, to say, I don't need God. Mm. Because he doesn't want you to enter that communion with God. Mm. Because when you do, you'll achieve your purpose, your calling. You'll be fulfilled. You'll, you'll feel peace and that joy that God has to offer you. You'll finally be um, where you're supposed to be. And God hates any, not God, uh, the enemy hates anything that has to do with God. And so his entire goal is to always whisper and distract you from saying, you did this by yourself. You worked hard to get here. I'm just thinking like, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's so many, you can just go on Instagram, right? There's so many people, like so many people like aiming and talking and saying different things about different yeah, situations, yeah, you know, yeah. different things, you know, and like, you know, let's just say there's one guy, you know, he, he he's working hard and. He's uh, encouraging people and he's doing, you know, without God, he's just doing his own thing. Yeah. And so let's just say, you know, he he meets a couple of people that tell him like, oh my gosh, you really helped me out so much. And like mm-hmm. that, that fills him, right? Or like his parents say like, oh my gosh, you're actually getting a lot of traction. Like, wow, that's amazing. That fills him. So he keeps on doing it. Mm-hmm. And then as he keeps on doing it, he maybe like the things, the numbers keep going up. And so more people are telling him how much, how cool he is, how great he is. And then like there's people, there's people praising him, you. And when that happens, like, you know, that's just what we all crave, I guess, at the end of the day. Like a lot of people, when you, when you get that many humans telling you that you're great, you know, like I said, that verse, you mm. know, a person is tested by the praise they get. Mm. So like that guy, whoever, you know, that guy doing that stuff, more people, more people are telling him more different things. So many humans are giving him praise. He's making his parents proud. And, and like, it's like so many different little things like, oh, I'm, I'm helping people. I'm doing this. And that's kind of encouraging him, which right. again, aren't bad things, but like. You can see why 
that guy would say, I don't need God. I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing this for a reason. Mm -hmm. Cause all these different things are like fueling him, which again, aren't, they're not bad. They're not bad. Not bad at all. But like, you know, is that what you're doing it for? Like, you know, how many people telling you you're great? When is that going to be enough for you? Mm. What if, what what happens when they don't? Mm, Yeah, exactly. What happens if they don't say that to you? Then what? What if your parents don't tell you that they're proud of you? You know, and then what? What if they stop telling you that? Yeah. What if they get mad with you? You know, yeah. like, well, what if, you know, what if you have one bad day or like one bad week where like mm. everybody's against you because you did one thing wrong. And so now everybody who used to say you're amazing don't even want to see you on the internet anymore. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that then goes, that, that goes with um, what Jesus talks about with the house on the rock. Mm. It's the same thing because the whole thing about that, uh, what a parable, that's, that's yeah. a parable. The, the whole thing about that story with Jesus um, is saying, okay, if you build your house on sand and the storm comes or the waves come, oh. take your house. Same thing with mm. everything else. But he says, put your house on the rock. See, the whole thing about that is when you put it on the rock, hmm. there is no more what ifs. We just gave you a list of what if they don't say this? What if what if this happens? Mm. What if you lose your job? What if What if you something happens and you you can't go to work anymore what happens if you lose all your money what happens if somebody i I mean just anything can happen in life anything to yourself but that's what he says put your house on the rock and you won't have to worry about what if and the things will the waves will crash into it he says the storm will come the waves will hit it's like you know are, are are you doing everything just to like how do i say this like um are you doing all this stuff just to help people which mm-hmm. isn't bad right? right but like if you're doing it all for that it's kind of like you're building your house in the sand because like um if you build your house on the rock and you're doing things for god you're going to help people regardless right but you're doing it for god and god is using you to help people mm. but like you know if your aim is all all like you know different different things not just help people it could be anything like right let's say you're <clears throat> the sand is like the praise from people you're building that on that see the what, what? Tell me, tell me. The the praise in your example no longer becomes a source, mm. but a result. Oh my goodness. And we don't even seek the praise. Mm-mm. We don't. And if we do receive it, thank you, it's God. Right. Because it's it's now, it's no longer a source, it's but a the, result. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's like, it's exactly. not the source, you know what I mean? Like people, the money isn't a source of like, mm-hmm. of me, like my entire life. I'm not building I'm not leaning on money. I'm not like putting all my everything on money, but I do know that, you know, I know I'll be provided for in the future. Right. I know that God will help me with that. Mm-hmm. And it will be a tool I could use, right? And Proverbs says like, um, money can get you almost anything, but only you wisdom mm-hmm. can save your life, right? So it's like, yo, money is an important part of our life. It's like, but it's not the source, right? but it will be a tool that I use that God mm-hmm. will help me to understand and manage and I'll be able to learn how to manage it in the near future as I continue to grow. Yeah. It's not a source. The source isn't praise. The source isn't, I don't know. It could be so many things, dude. It, this, this all reminds me of, um, of the story of Jacob in the Genesis. Mm. And I was reading this and I, and a lot of things were like super interesting to me. I mean, this story is about Jacob and his twin brother, his, his brother, Esau, Esau. Esau. I think that's how you say it in Spanish. Esau. Esau. Whatever. Jacob and Esau. These two boys, they come out of this womb 
fighting, bro. Like they're literally fighting Jacob's coming like, out of the. I think womb. he's holding Esau's uh-huh. leg, right? Crazy. Yep. This this man is known to be a manipulator. He is known to be a liar. Yeah. A deceiver. Uh, his name means I'm pretty sure the deceiver. Whatever, a deceiver. But since the beginning with his with his uh, relationship with his brother, first of all, this whole family is low-key kind of messed up uh, because it, it literally says Rebecca loved Jacob and Isaac loved yeah. Esau. Okay, so all of a sudden we have favorites. Not good. Let's not do that because one will feel more hurt than yep. the other and things will start to add up. But since the beginning, Jacob, you know, Esau comes and he's like, yo, I'm starving. And Jacob's like making some soup and he's like, yo, give me some soup, bro, please. And he's like... I'll give you some soup. Just give me your inheritance. Just or, uh, or give, give me, me your birthright. Yeah, please. birthright. Just give me your birthright. What'd you say? <laughs> bro, I'll give you the soup. You say you're hungry. Yeah. Where else are you going to get food from? Bro, I'm starving. Please, I'm about to pass out. Give me your birthright and I'll give you the soup. It's not a big deal, bro. Whatever, whatever. For... No, promise. Swear that I have your birthright. I'll give you all the soup you want. Oh snap! First of all, this guy's an epic negotiator. But <laughs> dang, that is that's manipulation right there. That's tough. But Jacob is a man on a mission. But this isn't from God. Hmm. He's not backed from God right now. His mind is on success. His mind is on achievements. His mind is on receiving this birthright, this inheritance, whatever. Yeah, that's what he's on. And I imagine the enemy right now telling them lies like, yo, do this. Yo, do that. Yo, do this. Yo, do that. It reminds me a lot of what we were talking about with Mike Tyson. Yeah. It's that constant grind and and the, uh, dedication to, to this thing that seems so good, hmm. but that later would cause an insane amount of distress for him. Hmm. So then, so then we fast forward to to the point where Isaac uh, is now blind. You know, his eyesight is yeah. gone, and and he's getting really old. And he wants to bless his oldest. Right? He says, yeah. "I'm gonna bless my oldest." And here comes Rebecca. What? First of all, bro, what kind of nah? That's, that's crazy. crazy. Life, his mom, <laughs> yeah, was the quick with it. She's savior, like, she's yeah. like, yo, 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 Isaac, Isaac, and Isaac, um, Jacob, 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 come, come, come. Isaac said this go do this i'm a cook it myself she cooks the meal herself oh, she says go gosh. get some game first yeah. of all like dang they got game no right. go get some game go bring it to me and i will cook your father's favorite meal i'll do it myself like don't worry about it and jacob's like yo what if he finds out he's like don't worry if you get cursed i'll be the one to get cursed not you That's like crazy. bro this woman That's is crazy. is going crazy right now crazy jacob does that they deceive isaac uh isaac com- uh, blesses jacob mm-hmm. and now esau Bro, if you read the passage, he is burnt, burnt with anger. And and he just cries out. He's like, Isaac, my father, just just bless me yeah, with anything left that you have. He can't even bless him. Anything, please. Please, there's no way I get left with nothing. He didn't even do anything wrong. Jacob's over here with the deceiver, leaves with all the blessings. And he says, I will kill my brother. He is burning with anger. So at this point, Jacob's mom, Rebecca, tells him, yo, Esau wants to murder you. You need to leave. You need to yep. run and you need to just run. Get out of here. See, Jacob was so determined to get his way 
um, that he didn't even bother checking with God and having that back, like having God back him up. Mm. Because so he he was here with that mindset of like, I need to achieve this. I need to get this. Whatever it takes, deceive, manipulate my own father. Mm. But at what cost? At what cost? Because this man is now on the run and his own brother wants to murder him. Do you understand? Like, see, that's the lie. The enemy's like, okay, I, I don't need. Like, he kind of took on that self-reliance role. Mm. He said, I don't need God. I just need that blessing. Mm. I don't need God. Because if he if he had that um that trust in God to say God will more than just provide for me because God had promised him like you know God had said to Rebecca when they were both born that these two would would two nations would come from them yeah and so but Jacob kind of took matters into his own hands and at what cost cuz he was now on the run not to mention that when Esau was after him and he knew this with 400 men, Jacob started sending everything he had. Yeah. Everything. All the wealth he had worked for. Just sending all of it. To give it up. He didn't know he had to pay at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then his wrestling match. Right after that. <laughs> wrestling match. <laughs> his wrestling match. The, the, way, the way I view it with that is like, you know, with the way Esau, that a lot of us can be like Esau. We're like, you know, we're... We're just accepting the little instant gratification we get with the soup, not knowing what we're actually mm. like laying down. You know what I mean? Like we, you know, a lot of times we say, you know, for for one example, like a like that we could relieve is just like, why is God saying this is sin? It's not even that bad. You know, isn't is it really that bad to go do that? Is it really that bad to go and sleep with that girl? Like, why is it so bad? Right. Why? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not doing anything. It's not like we both know what's going on. You know what I mean? And so when, that, that's one example, right? And we, we view it as like, it's not that bad. It's not that sin that you guys call it sin. It's not, it's really not that bad. But like, we don't understand the impact that's going to have on us in the future. How much like, you know, the soul ties we're making, the, the, the impact it has on us internally. And they're like, we don't, we don't understand that. We don't mm. see, we don't see that future. We only see, Ooh, yeah. I want this now. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like we, we, yeah, we're, we're getting the soup but we're giving our birthright. Mm. So it's like, yeah, we're getting that time with that person, but we're giving up a whole, we're just giving up everything. We're giving up so right. much more than we think. You know, we, we let our flesh lead and like, we're just leaving, we're just bringing ourselves into the, into the ground. Yeah. We're digging a hole for ourselves, but we don't see the hole. Mm. All we see is what we want. Right. So a lot of us, we, we don't see that, but we, we need to understand that the things that God says, you know, don't do or don't do or whatever it is that you're trying to, yeah. that you want now, it's like you don't you don't want that compared to what God has for you, mm. and you don't know that's going to lead you. But God knows that's why He says yeah. don't do it. And that's why I, I do that. Yeah, I I think a a huge source to this quote of like I don't need God is a lot of pride, mm. and that is one tool the enemy absolutely loves to use yep. is pride. It's that I can I I can do this by myself. I work to mm. get here. That's, that's what it is. It's pride. Pride and pride blinds. Pride absolutely blinds. And and so a lot of people will say, like, you know, I don't I don't need God because I've I've worked to get to where I am. Mm. 
but they failed to notice that God was already working with them. Hmm. See, that's the kind of father that we have in heaven is even when we're not giving our lives to him, he still looks out for us. Because if he didn't, then like, bro, we, w- we would be dead instantly. Hmm. And so a lot of you, I mean, I think also it's a, when, when you start to realize that it's pride and you, you let humility take in and you enter a moment of gratitude, could you have gotten where you are if you couldn't speak? Hmm. If you couldn't hear? If you didn't have legs? What about that one connection that you made that changed your life? What if you didn't meet that person? See, we we failed. The the thing is, when you don't recognize God, you miss everything that he does for you. Mm. And it says, you know, it says that, uh, you know, the good, the good, the good, um, because whatever, the good times and the bad times, they both come from God. Mm -hmm. And so... We need to recognize what God has done because at the end of the day, none of it belongs to you. Mm, I was just about getting to that. How hard is that to hear? Maybe because we have pride. If if it's hard to hear, you've got a bit of pride to work on. Mm. I mean, you got to think about it. Like, yeah. Nothing I have achieved is because of me. I was just an instrument for him. And I'm more than happy to be because without being an instrument for him, like what would I be doing? Zero impact. What we talked about in the beginning, I would not be having that fulfillment. Mm. My fulfillment comes from pushing the kingdom of God forward, but it is absolutely to no glory for me. All glory to God. And think about that. Think about the fact how, how you, you know, the pride that I did all this. I have all this stuff. I'm this guy. And God's like, everything you have is mine. Mm. And God can take it away like that. Yeah. Right. God giveth and yeah. God taketh. Like everything you own, everything that's in your possession, like that mm-hmm. is from God. Right. God gave us the earth and everything in it. The, the, whatever, you know, the phone or computer you're listening to, to this on, like that was made from our brains that God made. Mm-hmm. The materials that God has given yeah. us. Everything you have. Like imagine, like, you know, imagine saying to God, like, this is all mine. And God's like, what? <laughs> like, I, I, I. I, everything uh, is is mine. God God owns the that, earth. That, that, that's like me telling my dad and my mom when I was little that it's my house, and they're like, <laughs> "What do you? We we bought it. Mm. Oh, but it's my bed. Yeah, we bought, we, that, we bought too. that too. Yeah, but but it's my food. We made we that. we made that, and we bought it. Actually, we worked, we bought it, and we made it. How could it possibly be yours? Mm. The clothes I'm wearing. Yeah, we bought that for you too. Everything that yeah. I as a little kid. Yep. Nothing was mine. Mm. It was given to me. How dare I try to take possession of it? And it's the same thing with God. Everything that you have is because, you know, in the beginning we talked about how could I possibly give my 10% to God? Would you rather give the 100%? Because that's his. Mm. Would you rather him be like, yo, I want everything back actually? Dude, he's asking for 10 Crazy. Like if I handed you a million dollars, but then I was like, actually, 
can I have a hundred thousand back? You're like, and you start freaking out, like, no, no, that's mine. It's mine. It's like you probably be like, of course, bro, take it. Like I, it's like I just handed you a million dollars. Oh, I just want the one hundred thousand back. Mm. You could keep the nine hundred thousand. Would you rather me ask for the million back? Like what? Like bro, <laughs> give me the ten percent back. It was good with you. Very interesting. It's the same thing. So if we start to look at everything that we have in that yeah. light, where it's like, oh my goodness, this is all yours. Yeah. Everything that I am, the fact that I can breathe, the fact that I can see, talk, use my hands, use my feet, hear, I have friends, I have family, I have a shelter, I have um, um money to use to go out yeah. to eat with friends. Thank you, God. Because this is all yours. This is all yours. I didn't do any of this by myself. And that's one, that 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 is the ultimate lie from the enemy. Yeah. He wants you to give no glory to God because that's what, like what? That's what mm. the, the enemy is here to do that. And so he's going to do anything he can. He doesn't care if you believe in God. He cares if you give your life to God. Mm. And so you can say, I don't need God. Yeah, okay, cool, he exists, but I've got to where I am without him. Like, I'm good to go. Like, he's happy with that. The enemy, he's good with that. Mm. We've said like, before, we you know, even even the demons believe in God yep. and they tremble. Mm-hmm. So believing God isn't that isn't everything. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more, too. Like, the enemy's lies that, you know, of course, the one big thing is, like, the enemy wants you to trust in yourself. He wants you to be like, you got to figure this out. You got to get this done, right? And so many times when, when things happen to us, like, you know, the storm comes in our life and so many things are hitting us at once and we're just like, God, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, where are you? Like, God, I know you can do this. And something I learned from one of my leaders is like, when we go to God, when a situation is happening, when a storm is going on and we're like, God, where are you? What are you like? I, I know you can fix this. Like, why aren't you doing something about this? When we go to him and say that, that's an act of faith mm-hmm. because we're, you know, we're basically saying, God, I know you can do something about this. Why aren't you? Mm-hmm. And so when things happen, is your first thought like, how can I fix it? Or is it, God, can you help me? Oh, You know, what's your first thought? Is it you got to do something or mm-hmm. God, show me how I can do something. And I will do something, but I need you to lead me in it. Right. I need you to help me in it. That's reliance. Yeah. Pure reliance. And another thing mm-hmm. is, is, which is more deep, you know, for more like people like more deep in the faith. Like a lot of us think we have to, or not even deep in the faith. Like it can be anything, but a lot of us, the lie that the enemy wants us to believe is that we have to earn our faith. We have to mm. earn our salvation. We have to earn everything. Yeah. We have to earn his grace, you know, and that's the big, a big lie that I think a lot of us have dealt with where we feel like we have to earn, we have to earn it. We have to do things to get things done to earn this stuff. And it's like, no, God has get freely given to us. And then so if the enemy has us believing that we have to earn his love and earn his forgiveness and earn his grace and his mercy, if we believe this lie, then we're going to be out here trying to do all these things and moving, moving, moving mm-hmm. instead of just having a relationship with him. Because, you know, it's about we it's about father and son, father yeah. and daughter, not, you know, I don't know, like father and manager, you know, mm-hmm. or like son and manager. And it's like, no, like God wants to be your heavenly father. Of course, he does want to push you, he does want to do this and lead you and all this stuff. Uh, he's the big boss, you know what I mean? But right. he out of a loving place. Out of a relationship place. <clears throat> and so if we have this mindset that the enemy wants us to believe, we're just going to start doing things just because we feel like we have to. Because if mm-hmm. not, oh, God forbid, because God's not going to like me anymore. God's not going to forgive me anymore. He's not going to love me anymore because I have to do all these things. And that's a lie. Mm-hmm. It's going to have us moving. It's going to have us running in place. Yeah. And God's like, you can sit down Help. and just receive. Mm. There's so many. There's yeah, so many th- I mean, this, this whole episode is about just exposing the lie yeah. of the enemy. 
exposing the lie of the enemy so you stop believing these lies yeah. so that you you start to realize like oh shoot i do need god not only do i need him but i want him i can't do this without him mm. it's remembering and, and yeah. a verse i didn't share but i want to share before is john eight forty four. he has nothing to do with the truth mm. because there is no truth in him when he lies he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. And that's talking about the enemy. Yeah. The enemy, of course, won't come to you in a pitchfork and, and red horns. Right. But he'll come to you very subtly and very slowly. Mm. And that's when you have to recognize, like, how was the enemy trying to attack me very subtly and very slowly and very not like, whoa, I, I'm the devil and I'm trying to I'm trying to tempt you. I'm trying to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. He would go to you subtly and slowly with little things to just to take you take you away. Mm. That could be people saying things to you. That can be some of your friends telling you things. That can be some of the videos you're watching. That can be whatever, like any voices that, that are in your life. You know, what are the voices that are kind of like pushing you towards something else yeah. that's not God? You know, it could be so many different things. Mm. But the real thing is we have to open our eyes. We have to be aware and see where it is that we're that, that there's some sort of barrier is it our pride am i being prideful you know like really like you know you didn't all this stuff you have isn't even yours hmm. sure like legally yeah it's but like in terms of the entire world like it's not god is god has made it all mm -hmm. so is it your pride do you think you have to earn it is it you don't you don't view the sin as bad as it, as it really is. Are you just kind of like telling yourself you're, the sin that in your life isn't that bad of a sin? And so you're letting that kind of keep contaminating you. Yeah. You know, what is it that's making you feel like you don't need to give God your all or that you don't need God? Mm. And then recognize it and be humble. humble. Humility is so important. Without mm. humility, it's not, it's not you, can't, you can't go anywhere because mm. pride will stop you in its tracks. Pride, oh, pride is such a horrible thing. Pride is such a dangerous thing to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I hope you guys got something out of this episode. I hope the enemy's lies were uncovered today. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just I just pray that you guys put your trust in in Jesus, put your trust in God, and um, I pray that the veil comes off of your eyes mm. so that you might you guys may see clearly and see the truth, mm. the real truth. But um, we love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you guys for the next episode. Peace out, everybody. Peace.